This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is Just the Two of Us Podcast. All right, welcome back, everyone. What we're going to talk about this podcast is dun, 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 Game of Thrones. Yes, we're going to talk about the awesome season six finale. Talk about our thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, give a you know, thoughts on season six as a whole and mm-hmm. where we where we think. Uh, season seven is going to go. What's going to happen? What we think is going to happen? What we want to happen? Right. So let's just get right into it. We'll give you um, essentially a quick uh, summary. Of what happened? In season six. Season six was action packed. Uh, it started off with the the trial of uh, Loris Terrell, Marjorie's brother, and and Cersei. And it started off with you know there was a trial taking place in the church, the High Scepter, but Cersei doesn't show up. Tommen doesn't show up. Everyone's like, where are they at? Where are they at? Well, they're not there because Cersei was setting up a plan to blow everyone to kingdom come <laughs> using wildfire that was hidden under the High Scepter. Mm-hmm. So she does that, blows everyone up. And then because of that, Tommen kills himself because mm. uh, his wife is dead. He sees all those people dead. He's like, okay, I'm just going to kill myself. Whatever. So now Cersei is now the queen. Then, uh, the next uh, thing that happened in, in this episode, they showed us what was going on with John and Sansa and Winterfell. Mm-hmm. John was trying to, uh, I guess, get more support from the different, you know, houses and the houses that, that wouldn't support him before. And she gets a little help from um, little lady Liana Mormont, who, you know, reads all those folks who wouldn't support him <laughs> to gather support for John. Uh, we go to Bran. Bran has a <sighs> Bran. <laughs> Bran. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about Bran. But Bran has another vision because that's what he does. That's all he's good for. The boy can't walk, but he has visions. Mm. And he had a, he finally had the vision of what happened with his father and his aunt, and figured out that uh, you know his aunt uh, had a baby, and that's what was going on in that tower of joy that he had in those visions. Sam and Lily make it to the Citadel so Sam can study to become a maester. Um, Arya used uh, her, one of the secret uh, masks or many faces to uh, kill Walder Frey. Uh, Melisandre was banished by John after Sir Davos told John how Melisandre killed Shireen at the behest of Stannis Baratheon. So he told her, leave, go south, never come in the north again or I'll kill you. And Danny and Tyrion and, and, and Danny's forces finally make way to Westeros. They get on a ship and they're finally making their way Yay. to Westeros. After six years, this woman is finally on her way <laughs> after many detours to Westeros. <laughs> And those are pretty much the, the pretty much the major storylines that happened mm-hmm. in uh, this season. So let's start from the jump. Let us. What did you think <laughs> of Cersei's power play? Wow, I did not. I didn't know what to expect. You, I think everybody knew Cersei was going to get her revenge. I mean, from the moment from the last season when. Um, the mountain, yeah. Oh yeah, carried her back 
to the red into keep. the yeah well carried her you know she did her walk of shame shame shame, shame. and you know carried her in and that look on her face i i said it i was like she's going to kill everyone mm-hmm. now i didn't really think she'd kill everyone i'm like okay <laughs> that's just she, a figure of speech that's just a figure of speech because you know it's Cersei, and she just has that like i'm killing everybody look on her face like kind of at all times but i didn't think she'd kill everybody literally i was thinking okay she's definitely coming after the high sparrow she's definitely coming after uh septa oh was her ulna ulna yeah yes i was like those two are the first on her hit list and then anybody else that doesn't get in line she's coming after them too but essentially, yes, I, I just knew from that look in her face, like, I was like, she's going to kill everybody next season. Like, oh, my God, it's going to be a bloodbath. She literally killed, like, everybody. Like, she killed yeah. so many people. It's like, once once <laughs> she realized that she wasn't going to be able to have the trial for her sins mm-hmm. um, by combat, because she was banking on the mountain, you know, right. zombie mountain. She was going to use him for the trial by combat to fight for her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously, he was going to win, and she's going to be free and clear. But then once the High Scepter said there's no more trial or convinced Tommen to get rid of trial by combat, she was pretty much screwed. Mm-hmm. And she was going to have to go through a, a real trial, or mm-hmm. it's going to be a kangaroo trial in, in, in her case. And she had no other play. So her play was, F it. I'm just going to kill everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and that was like such... It was such a well done opening to the oh to the episode God, it was with awesome. the music. The pianos were haunting, and it was you know these you know uh, just singular notes and chords playing on the mm-hmm. piano, just like ding, 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 and then they were bringing the strings, oh and you know it was. I read a review that mentioned it was kind of like Godfather esque, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was like the Godfather and watching all the storylines happen within. You know that that particular story where mm-hmm. you know Master uh, Maester Pycelle was getting killed by mm-hmm. Quiburn's little birds, Lancel Lannister, how he you know was sliced by one of the little birds mm-hmm. when he discovered the wildfire and he was trying to make his way to stop the wildfire from blowing up, mm-hmm. to Tommen being you know held captive in the castle by the mountain, to Cersei just sitting there looking unbothered by right. the whole thing. Like she just chilling, chilling. She's, got her glass she's of wine. Dressed to impress. Right. She's got her wine. She's just chilling and like just watching the 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 intercut and and what was going on in, in the in the church with Marjorie. You know, saying something's wrong. We got to get out of here and just watching the 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 focus shift from one scene to the next mm-hmm. while the music played was very. Very operatic. It was yeah. very like suspenseful. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, something's going to happen. And that is what Game of Thrones does so well. I mean, I watch a lot of TV, but I don't watch everything. I feel like I watch everything, but I don't. But I've just never seen um, a show just orchestrate very, like, just scenes, you know, like that ever. I mean, it goes back to the last uh, episode, too, like how they set up the whole Battle of the Bastards and that epic scene with, you know, John waiting there and the horses are coming at him. I mean, God, I mean, how, like, amazing was that shot and how amazing was that setup? Yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones, just they just outdid themselves with just this one scene. And the whole, I mean, the whole episode was just, fantastic but that whole that scene the music it was haunting and it was like you didn't know what was going to happen i mean and that to me is another thing i mean i'm getting ahead of myself here but like game of thrones just 
is is just a show that you just you know people are gonna die like i mean you watch the first few episodes i'm sure you realize like people die on this show Mm -hmm. and after you get through the first season you're like oh important people die on this show like people you like will die on this show and they don't care about how you feel (laughs) like people are gonna die and but that's the thing like but you don't know like you just never know What's going to happen? And I just think that makes for such excellent, excellent TV. When you just know, like, when you don't know what's going to happen. You know something's going to happen, but you don't know who's going to get killed. You don't know when they're going to get killed. And shoot, they may not get killed. You might be surprised. Like, it, it's just it's just amazing. But anyway, yeah. yes, that whole scene was, was epic. And then, yes, yeah, so we see her standing there, you know, looking out the window, enjoying them burn watching them burn and then we cut back to tommen correct yeah who, tommen like yeah they, who was sitting in his room talking to somebody talking to somebody and he was apparently you know waiting to go over but was told not to go over by the mountain so he's sitting there waiting and then he sees everything correct he see he, he did see everything happen right out of his window right he's watching well, yeah. the same thing that cersei is watching yeah he saw the i kind of like was explosion. so in the moment i was like i didn't look out the window but i assume yes he saw everything and then oh my god he leaves the room and he comes back i i just i i was just in shock i'm still in shock like i keep replaying that in my head because i just can't believe this dude just jumped out the window yeah he just kind of like, like sat down his ground stood up and just walked i'm like okay this dude's just gonna jump out a window all right it was like it was in what, what was about oh. it i think at that point i don't think there was any music there was playing. no music it was quiet right, it was quiet so that was like so... very disconcerting it was kind of like and he got get got up on the ledge and just jumped it's like oh my goodness this dude just jumped it was just really scary. It was eerie. Like, it was so eerily quiet, you know, versus, like, the music that we just heard. And it it was just scary. That's just, I don't know. For me, that made it scary and eerie and all those words. <laughs> it just made it very, um, I don't know. It just hit me. But, yes, I just couldn't believe that we just watched Cersei burn all these people. And then he just jumps out the window. I mean, talk about what was that—the first fifteen minutes, of the yeah, show, was twenty minutes—like it was so traumatic. And I know for me, I was sitting there thinking, like, I don't know how I'm gonna get the re- get through the rest of this episode. I know it's like when that happened, like you said, you know, this is gonna be lit, man. When they jump off the episode like that, they start in the episode like that, right? I was like, whoa, man, they ain't playing around tonight, and it, was, it was very crazy. interesting. Cause I don't think anyone. I think most people, based on the history of this show, mm. did not expect that type of finale when it was so much a- happened, so much action, so many deaths. Because usually it's like after, season nine is always the big episode. Right. Season nine is always the one that has the big battle. Like season yeah. nine, I think in season one is when Ned Stark died. Mm-hmm. Uh, or episode nine, sorry. Episode, episode nine, nine, season one, Ned Stark died. You know, episode two was like the Battle of Blackwater. Mm-hmm. All right, season two. And season mm-hmm. three, it was... Um, uh, the Red Wedding, I think it happened in episode yeah. nine of season three. Season five last year was Hard Home. That's, four, you skipped four. I know, I don't remember four. Uh, <laughs> what was it when, uh, what's his face, when Joffrey died? Was that season, that I was, was in, episode nine? Was I don't, know, I don't, I don't think, think it was, was episode, episode nine. nine. 
But in uh, in season five is when the battle of Hard Home, when like John first encountered those the White Walker army oh with the God. with the wildlings, another like that was another epic episode. Woo. And then this year was the Battle of the Bastards. So right. usually after the season nine episode, which is awesome, they kind of dial it back for the season finale episode ten, mm-hmm. and it's like has not much action. It's more of just setting up the next season. So right. it was quite the shock that they just like from the jump just said, <laughs> okay, we just gonna just blow up like kill everybody, blow up like four like like kill like five characters that like of of some varying degrees of consequence in the show this is deja vu deja vu we have said this before in another podcast and we talked about what do we say about how like you know game of thrones is just like it's just like kill everybody like they you don't think they're gonna kill everybody but like they like i was just thinking we were just thinking like who's left you know it's like really basically like the main the main main characters see, are left, and it's just kind of like they are getting down to like the major players. And they for should. The if, if, well, if, I'm if not the arguing. Is, it, I'm just yeah. saying it's just like they are literally killing everybody on this. But show. they need to. I mean, if the rumors are true that the next, you know, there's only 13 episodes left that there's going to do. There's going to be seven episodes in the next season and six episodes in the following season. So okay. for a total of thirteen, that's the rumor. Wow. HBO hasn't confirmed it. I think right. they shouldn't. I think they should continue doing ten episode seasons because there's so much story left. But if that's true, then it's like they really do need to start paring down the cast. I mean, yeah, it's like, sure. yeah. it, it, I mean, everyone understands, and they've. I guess they've done. We never read the books, but I guess the writers and producers have done a Herculean job of making sure that they're trying to make the narrative as streamlined and, and as, uh, you know, as streamlined and cogent uh, as possible. So it's, it's already difficult with so many characters. There's already yes. so many characters. It's so, the narrative is so sprawling and going from every place. So it's good that they're starting to narrow the focus and start pairing off, you know, getting mm-hmm. rid of some of these folks. That, yeah. I mean, because essentially that's it's got to boil down to like some end point, some end game mm-hmm. at some point. So right. it's good that they're getting rid of people. It's like, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately I'm just afraid that they're going to keep adding more people like they did this season when they added the, um, Theon and, and Yara's uncle, oh, you yeah. know, and it's okay. like, why are you like, this is season six, dude. Like why are you adding another person who can potentially become a major player? Like mm-hmm. at this point, I don't want them to be adding any other like characters that can become a major player. Yeah. So hopefully they they won't add any more major characters and 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 they'll continue to get rid of folks. Yeah. But let me just say about mm-hmm. um, the High Sparrow, like he had it all figured out until the end. I guess he just didn't realize how the lengths to which Cersei would go. Like yeah, he thought no he was idea. running things. Mm-hmm. And I said this on Twitter, but I thought it was funny. Like. It's been gnawing at me on what he who he looks like. I mean, the actor's Jonathan Price. Yeah. And besides the obvious comparisons to Bernie Sanders, you know, people from the High <laughs> Sanders with his whole like give to the poor type deal he's got going on, the rich or evil, do is like a live action Gargamel. Like I figured it out. <gasps> yes. He's Gargamel. Oh my god. I'm like I was like I realized that during the episode. I was like, okay, this dude is Gargamel. Like he's got tattered <laughs> rags. You know, he's got like this prominent like chin thing yeah. going. He looks hagger. You know, the only <laughs> thing is he doesn't eat Smurfs, but he he's, he's so if there's like a. I didn't see those Smurf movies. I don't know if there was a Gargamel in those Smurf movies. But if there wasn't one, they should add Jonathan Price <laughs> as Gargamel. You're crazy. Yeah, oh so 
anyway, that was what happened with that. Uh, that was like the big thing was was the Cersei and and right and and right when she's being crowned the queen mm-hmm. is when Jamie shows up. Right, Jamie returns from. Where was he? He was at River Run, River Run with Walter right. Frey. With Walter Frey. Because he helped, he helped them get River Run back or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever he did. Yeah. Helping get the River Run back. That happened in the previous episodes. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. He returns and he's standing there off to the side. Looking. And he sees her when she gets crowned and he's looking like, what? what? Right. And so confused and so like, oh my God, what did you do? Like, what has happened? Like, why are you the queen? Like. Yeah, yeah so I we, mean, they lost all their kids. I mean, they have no kids. They have none. None, we, and we won't know how he feels about anything until next season. Yeah, so... But I wonder how that's going to ha- work out for them. Yeah, what, what does the future hold for them? Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I guess they show John and Sansa Winterfell. I don't know if that was the next thing. I just, well, well, yeah, it happened. Yeah, we can just talk about it. Yeah, you can talk about it. John and Sansa at uh, Winterfell. Right. And... Yeah, that was, that was. I mean, not much happened there. I mean, more so it was just you know John banishing um, mm-hmm. the first thing. Yeah, Melisandre. Right. Yeah. Um, after Davos discovers well, the he Davos horse thing, and he goes and confronts the red lady about the right little horse horsey yeah. that um, he gave Shireen, or he gave that to her, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So and then. Um, mm-hmm. And then I guess they were having some sort of meeting about like what they're going to do with the, you know, John being the king, uh, you know, the lord of Winterfell again, and like right. I guess the the different houses, like the the you know the lord, uh, the, the knights of the Vale, and like the other houses didn't want to fight along the wildlings. It's like you mm-hmm. know, and then Lady Lyanna Mormont, the little girl, stood up and read them all for filth. <laughs> Like she's like, look, <laughs> like you didn't stand up with them, you right? Didn't stand like you up pledged with them. a she vow to House everybody. Stark, and you didn't support them. You Did. didn't stand up for them mm-hmm. when they asked for your help. And then after that, they were like, you know what? This little lady's right. Mm-hmm. John Snow, King in the North, King in the North. I'm right. like, oh, okay. I mean, it was interesting. Oh, and also they talked about uh, Baelish. Yeah, Littlefinger. Yeah, you saw him have a conversation with with Sansa, Sansa. trying to basically get her on his side because he wants to. Apparently, this was something that I was I was talking about. Like, I was like, "What's Baelish's plan? Like, what is he trying to do?" And apparently, he's trying to become the king, which is surprising to me because I figured he was smart enough not to become the king. Like, he's someone who's like he's so cunning and devious. And he knows what happens to people in that position. I mean, I, I would mm-hmm. think that he was someone who's smart enough to, like, you know, be close to the power, but without the risk of being, like, overthrown and killed. Like, he's someone mm-hmm. who's smart enough to just get close to, like, the king. You know, become right. find his way on the small council. Become right. hand of the king of something. Right. Some, be some, in somebody's ear about stuff. Right. Like somewhere not... so he can, like, have power, but not be at risk of, like, getting killed or overthrown. But right. apparently, like, his, his ambition is to become king. And I'm like, well, see, that's when he's becoming overly ambitious now mm-hmm. and it's like i think that's going to be his his downfall yeah that was very surprising because i i was talking to you about like why was he like trying to get you know the knights um of the veil i guess that's what they're called or you know the veil, you yeah. know that that army I, I i was like why is he trying to get this army like where is he taking this army and so i guess he's trying to take over the throne which is really interesting yeah and then 
I guess Sansa and then John had a conversation about it, and she and he was like, John said to Sansa something about don't trust, you know, you can't trust Baelish. She's like, I can't, I'm not trusting him. Are you crazy? Like only a fool would trust Littlefinger. Yeah, this, this is a new Sansa, so I think we from here on out. I mean, I think we are safe. From like stupid from Sansa. Stupid Sansa. I, I hope. Once once he gave once Baelish gave her to Ramsey, she wised she up done. quickly. She's like, yo, I need to get smart. That, that's, yeah. At that moment is when she got smart about it. Because she has obviously, as we all know, been getting hoed from <laughs> from the start of this series. So yeah, I don't think we're gonna see um, I think we're gonna see a new Sansa, very calculating, very you know, as some people put it, you know, how she looked at the end of the last um, episode, she kind of resembled a little bit of Cersei with her little smirk at the end, you know, with um, Ramsay getting eaten by the dogs. So, I mean, I don't know if she's going to go Cersei, but she's definitely not going to be a silly Sansa anymore and Mm-mm. going along with whatever. She's definitely standing up for herself, which is good. So, yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, Let's move away from them. Um, yeah, we had a little bit of Bran in here. So we saw that Bran, he basically has a vision. Back to his visions. Um, and he sees, uh, he's back to the vision where his, uh, well, it's not, it's, yeah, it is his father um, when he was younger. And was this like what they call like the Tower of Joy? Yes, that, that was the Tower was? of Joy where Lyanna, okay. um, Lyanna Stark. Mm-hmm. Which is Ned's sister. Right. Had a, had a baby. He goes, he follows Ned up into this tower and sees that um, his aunt is there and, you know, she just had a baby and um, she 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 died from that, right? Yeah, so she died. She died, died from and, childbirth. And then she told Ned, like, don't let Robert Baratheon know about the baby or Robert's right. going to kill him because presumably the baby is a uh, Targaryen. His mm-hmm. father was, uh, whatever his name is, Rhaegar Targaryen. Right. And, you know, Robert, you know, was the one that was warring with them and he was killing mm-hmm. every single last Targaryen that he could get his hands on. Mm-hmm. So she was afraid that if Robert knew, right, then the baby so would be killed. So, right. you know, that explains, you know, the whole, you know, theme that run, ran throughout the show about Jon Snow being a bastard. If it, if it was, in fact, Jon Snow, mm-hmm. um, Ned brought home this baby and he said it was, you know, he had an affair. Right. And everyone's like, not honorable Ned Snow. And he kept that up to keep the baby safe, where the baby's <laughs> true parent was mm-hmm. Liana and probably uh, the Targaryen. So, right. Ned, you know, pretty much held that secret and, mm-hmm. you know, hurt his wife and family just to keep the baby alive, which was very honorable. Very. And, um, surprised he didn't at least tell his wife. I guess like he feels as though he couldn't. I don't know. I don't know why he did it. I mean, because he's his sister. Right. So if, like, right. If, if everybody, if anybody, some random lady. Right. You know, it was it was his sister. So yeah, if anybody tell tell your wife, like God, yeah. So anyway, so that happened, and so obviously everybody in the Ethernet internet <laughs> was like, oh my God. It's Jon Snow and yeah. the whole R, R plus, plus, yeah, R plus L equals J. J. Like I don't know. I mean, we didn't read the books, and I didn't. I don't get too deep into like all the <laughs> all the theories and predictions and all right. that stuff. So like when that R plus L plus J thing, I read about it a few years ago, and I was like, what? Whatever. I don't care, <laughs> you know. But also that's why a lot of people knew, quote unquote, I, I use an air quotes, knew that Jon Snow 
didn't die at the end of last season right. is because they said, well, that R plus L equals J theory is still out there. And if he died, that doesn't work anymore. So mm-hmm. a lot of people said, no, he's not dead because you have to keep going with that R plus L equals J thing. So, mm-hmm. so there was that. Um, we can talk about, um, let's see, we talked about the Red Lady. So, yeah, so one of the things, yeah, so John banished the Red Lady from Winterfell, told her to head south. And Sorry, she back came, on that again? Well, I was just going to point out with that, um, that, you know, she was trying to stay because she felt like she could help with, yeah, with you know, the, defeating, the defeating the White Walkers. So, but we can, I'm going to bring up something later. We can just talk about it later. But we can skip that and just talk about Arya. Um, so we see Arya. Well, yeah, that was like when during the time that Jamie and Bronn were in River Run, mm-hmm, right. they were having a feast with Walter Frey. There was a bunch of, you know, quote unquote girls walking around, you know, mm-hmm. serving the drinks and everything. And one girl kept eyeing Jamie. And then Bronn was like, you know, she wants you. And then like Jamie's mm-hmm. like not interested. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Bron saying, you know, it was funny because Bron was like saying, so you don't even have to do anything. These, basically, these right. women just throwing themselves at you because mm-hmm. she kept eyeing them. And we were like, yeah, what's up with this girl? Why she keep eyeing Jamie? Maybe she wants them. And then anyway, they, you know, they kind of went away from that scene. And then when they came back, um, you know, Jamie and Bron had already left. They mm-hmm. went on their way back to uh, King's Landing and... Walter Frey was there eating by himself. He was eating mm-hmm. some pie. The, the girl that was looking at Jamie came and served him some pie. And he's like, where are my sons? And she's like, they're right here, sir. <laughs> he says, where are my sons? Where, 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 where do you say? Uh, the, they're, they're right, right here. here. And she starts and, peeling back the pie. pie. And you're seeing like bones and, or yeah, chunks of meat, meat or something. Yeah. And she had like killed his sons and cooked them up. And then like. You see, when when she's saying that, she pulls off her face, and it's the mask, and it's Arya. And then she's awesome. It was awesome, and she was like, (laughs) it was hard. You know, she said it was like this tough killing them or tough cooking them or cutting them up or something. I don't remember what she she said because I was so shocked. I was like, Arya. She was like, it was tough cutting them up, and then she grabbed Walter Frey from the back, and then she took the knife and she said, I want you, you know, I'm Arya Stark, and I want us, you know, want you to know there was a Stark that did this to you. Want you to see my face? Want you to see my face? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So then she started slowly. Slicing his neck like the same way and that her mother's mother, neck mm. was was sliced, in and the, she um, held his head back. And she held his like, head back. Oh my gosh! And she was getting into it too. She was doing it like she was like enjoying it. She yeah. was like riding with it. She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm cutting this oh, dude's man. neck." Oh that was yeah, just, that was crazy. So, and that was that was awesome that like she got her revenge on him. But mm-hmm. uh, just made me think the way she was eyeing Jamie, like she was trying to get at you know she was thinking about killing Jamie, Jamie too. Yeah. But it's funny because she's been so out of the loop as far as like what's going on with the story. Right. She she got she forgot the memo that Jamie's a good guy now. You know, for the most part, he's a good guy. He's not like the same Jamie from season one to push Bran out right. of out of a window. He's yeah. he's the kinder, gentler Jamie. Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> she hasn't gotten that memo yet. So I mean, I wonder if, if she's still going to try to kill him. Yeah. In the future, we will see. That's that's something we'll definitely see. I mean, you know she's going after Cersei, so I assume that's where she's going to be going next. <laughs> Maybe because she doesn't even at this point she still doesn't know that Sansa and and she doesn't know about Winterfell, right? And she, she doesn't, doesn't know, know anything that, yeah. about that. She doesn't know that they're still alive and like they're fighting. So mm-hmm. I mean, but at this point, I would I would think she would know because just well, she just, ran into uh, who did she didn't she run into somebody? Well, she didn't run into anybody after she left um, Bravos. We didn't see her until she showed up at Walter Frey's feast 
Oh, <laughs> oh Brienne. She ran a long time ago, but Brienne hadn't run into Sansa by that point. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, she so doesn't. She, does, does, so she doesn't. She still know. doesn't know yeah. that they're they're alive. Right. Uh, she doesn't know what's going on with that. And no one knows that that you know Bran is alive. Like, right. As far as they know, he's yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so she so she doesn't know what's going on. So it would be interesting to see if she if she. If she, you know, goes to King's Landing or if she finds out about what's going on in Winterfell and hooks up with her family again, mm-hmm. she's probably going to go to King's Landing. I mean, yeah. I don't think she's going to go back to Winterfell. Yeah, if she, I mean, she would have to somehow along the way find out some some sort of information um, coming from there. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Is it uh, time for Danny chat? Yeah, we can talk about Daenerys. <laughs> she's finally on her way. Um, she bids adieu to Dario, who, um, <laughs> to Dario, who's like, you know, fiending for her and, you know, mm-hmm. basically, well, he, I can't say he's a fiending because he had her. Yeah. And she's like, she left and she said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to claim the throne, but I want you to see, stay here behind and run things. Right. And he's like, yo, I'm like rolling with you and. You know, she's like, nah, player. Right. She's like, nah, player. She's, you know, basically, he's like, you know, I want you. You're the woman for me. And she's like, there's plenty of women here, pretty yeah. much for you. She was like, basically, just cold hearted. You know, yeah, she very was. Cold-hearted. Which was interesting, but, but I guess I kind of saw that coming at the same time. You did? Yeah, because I, I didn't really think she was that into him. I mean, they haven't been together in a long time, if you think about it. I mean, she did get captured and all, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't know. I Like, when they came for her, she wasn't all, like, all over him. It was like, oh, you came and found me, and, you know, I don't know. Right, because I think she's trying to play it cool where she doesn't realize that she didn't she didn't appreciate how deep his feelings for her ran. Because he mm-hmm. is kind of like a smooth-talking guy, you know. She's probably thinking, like, oh, like, you know, he's just <laughs> using me, and he's not really that serious. Yeah. And and he actually, you know, you can see, like, he's actually into her. Because, she, you know, she's like, you're a sword sale, you know. You'll, you know, you follow wherever the money is, or you do whatever it is for money. He's like, no, like, I'm following you. Like, mm-hmm. you are the one I want. But in the end, you know, he's he decided to stick around and, you know, stay behind. And she's going to go off to King's Landing with Tyrion. And before they go, Tyrion, you know, pledges his, you know, loyalty to her. Says he has, he's been a cynic all his life. You know, didn't believe in God. Didn't believe in, you know, his family. Didn't believe in this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But he does believe in her. And then she made him the, the queen, uh, the, the hand of the queen. queen. Mm-hmm. And they're off to to King's Landing uh, on the ship. We, she's got her Unsullied on the ship. Mm-hmm. She got her uh, she got her Dothraki on the ship, mm-hmm. and she's got the um, the Greyjoys and the the, the Iron Island folks, mm-hmm. Yara and, and Theon on the ship. Right, and they're heading to King's Landing. And one surprising aspect of that was <laughs> when they showed Varys on the ship with them, and we're like, we're like, is that Varys? Like, can he, how did he get back there? Like, because Varys early in the episode they showed Varys was at, he was uh, in Dorne. He was in Dorne, meeting with the uh, you know Illyria Sand and uh, Grandma uh, Tyrell, Tyrell, Elena. Mm-hmm. Who surprisingly found, had known about what happened in King's Landing? Yeah, yeah, that was really interesting. How did that word get back? Yeah, it's like you know. I mean, obviously they they said it before. The writer producer said it before, and you can gather that the the timing the the, the timelines aren't 
you know, in sync. You know, just because mm-hmm. in, the, in the course of one episode they go from one location to another location doesn't mean that it's happening at that. At they're both happening at the exact same, same time. time. Okay, which is fine, and uh, you can you could gather that by the way that you know the show is shot. Mm-hmm. But it was very jarring last night when that happened because yeah. last thing we know about Elena was when you know Marjorie told her. You know, get out of get out of King's Landing. Right. You know, please go. You know, she told her like you gotta go because you know it's not safe here. Right. So the next thing we know, she's in the High Guard or in Dorne, and we're like, you know, I'm thinking like, oh man, she's gonna be man when she finds out what happened in King's Landing, dude. That's mm-hmm. gonna be crazy. But then she mentions it. <laughs> I'm right. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> like, I killed my granddaughter. Killed my grandson. Right. Like, I mean, like, what? Wait, what? Like they, they should have. I think they should have done a better job of somehow establishing that some time had passed. Yeah, or that some or or showing that she found out at least or right. something. Right, like some like maybe yeah. a scene of her on a ship receiving a raven. Yes, that would have been perfect. A before she short. got the door, like a ship, yes. uh, you know, of uh, her on the ship and she's getting like a raven or something or she's in port. Or maybe she gets to port in Dorne and, 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 and she gets a message right. and like it says, "Oh, and then then the next scene could be her Yes. Talking to the folks in Dorne and then like, you right. know, that's what she mentions that he killed her. But then in any event, then Varys shows up as like, you know, I'm here to help too. And it's like they're they're hatching a plan between, mm-hmm. you know, the the Sands and Dorne, uh Elena Tarot and and Varys. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, Varys, oh, okay, well that's where he went. I thought he was going to King's Landing to get more help when he said he was going to get right. help when he told Tyrion he was going to get that some was allies. Very different. But yeah. he showed up to to Dorne. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But then when he showed up at the end and he's on the boat, I'm like, wait a minute now, y'all need to. You yeah. should have done something to fix this because this doesn't make any sense. So he left Marine mm-hmm. to go to Dorne. Then he goes back to Marine to get on the ship. Right with to the, go to go to King's, to King's Landing, Landing right. and that doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. why? Like and how did he do it? Like what's the timeline on that? Did he fly? <laughs> did he take a dragon? Did he take a dragon? <laughs> did he borrow like Dragon or something right. and like went to went to Dorne <laughs> and then came back? Like that doesn't make any sense. So that those are you know if I had any complaints about that episode, which to me was pretty much perfect, mm-hmm. those would be the two complaints. Yeah. The whole teleporting Varys <laughs> part of the story. <laughs> Like that just that was the teleporting was just, Varys yeah. and then and then um, and it Elena. was so funny when you see, you see him on the boat. It the way they shot it, it looked like he's just been there the whole time. Right, and I'm thinking, <laughs> but then also what? like I was thinking, you know, for a split second, I'm like, what is he a clone? Like I'm just thinking, like maybe there was like you know, I mean, this isn't that type of show, you know. But if it was something like, if it was like a Joss Whedon show, you know what I'm saying? If it was like Buffy or Angel or like you know, Age of the Shield or something, where I'm like, yo, someone cloned Varys, like that's what it is. It's it's two Varuses, you know, just like and or maybe it's like Alias or something when there's two Francines, oh, you know. Yeah. I was thinking, oh my goodness, because the, they showed it like and they shot it in such a way when you know he just showed up and he walks from behind. I was like, wait a minute, that can't be Varys because Varys was just in Dorne. Like, mm-hmm. this has to be some sort of clone or something. Yeah. But I guess a clone wouldn't really make much sense wouldn't in this world. Wouldn't really make much sense. No, that was definitely Varys. And I was, you know, looking up maps and all these different Game of Thrones maps. And it's funny. I only found one that, like, showed that Marine is that close to Dorne. But other maps show that they are definitely far apart. And, yeah. So, and obviously this is fictional. But, hey, there are maps. And, yeah. So, there's no way he could have technically according to most maps um they could have made it back there so that was very weird but hey it was it was great and um basically like seeing all those ships 
um, on their way over. Um, Cersei, oh my gosh, they don't know what's coming, like at all. This is like really crazy. Yeah, she's gonna get got. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it's gonna be basically. This is definitely like the show is somewhat trending towards. I mean, they've always said it in a way it's kind of. It gets the criticism of having all these terrible things happen to women with the rapes and murders mm-hmm. and how they're being treated. But it's kind of trending towards being a feminist show when you have all these women in power. Yeah. And they're, like, making moves. I mean, think of all... Every major storyline was, like, driven by women in power. Mm-hmm. And the, in the final episode, and certainly to some extent in the few, past few episodes. Yeah, there are Cer- no... Cersei took Cer- control. Right. D- Danny always has been, like, someone who's like, kind of in power. Yeah. Um, Sansa is, like, coming into her own. Right. Uh, Arya is, like, taking control and mm-hmm. killing people off her list. <laughs> Lady you know, Liana Mormont. I mean, mm-hmm. her. I mean, she's she, she just been introduced, but she's like someone who's in control. It's like it's all women who are like running the show at this right. point. Right. It's crazy. There are no like men, none of the men, the major men characters are really well. John is king of the north, but that's it. Yeah, but he wouldn't be king. He he'd be king of nothing if it weren't for Sansa. Right. Basically. Yeah. That dude would be fertilizer if it weren't for her. <laughs> so, so yeah. And then it's interesting. Really so it's going to be like a battle of the women. It's going to yes. be like I did not see this Cersei coming. versus Danny. Maybe versus Sansa for mm-hmm. for the throne. I mean, yeah. that's 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 very yeah. interesting. It's very cool. Yeah, definitely did not see this playing out this way. And um, I guess we can, um, if there's anything else major from this show, I think we kind of covered. Yeah, those are major things, major I mean, points. But yeah, what do you um, think? What did you think overall of the of the season? Like it was good. It you was like season really six? Good. Yeah, I mean, this was like. I think one of the few shows that, like, a whole season was really good. I think it played out well. I think the narrative was really good. Um, for some reason, I was I mean, that's good when I can stay on track. Because there's a lot going on in, in this show. Like, you know, over these past six seasons, I mean, there's a lot of people. There's been a lot of people to catch up with. Now it's kind of nice because there's not that many people left. But, you know, it has been challenging, you know, because I am somebody who did not read the books. I can't even imagine reading the books and reading all these people. But, yeah, it's been um, it's been really good. This season has been really, I think, succinct at telling the story. I think it's been, like, um, you know, cohesive. I think everything has made sense. I mean, they're really good at, you know, developing. Because this is the first... Um, it's the first season without the books. Without the books, right. So, um, yeah. So they're not, maybe that's what it is. Like, they're not... The writers aren't... Um, they're not beholden to the books right. anymore. I mean, obviously they're taking notes from you know George right. R. R. Mountain, and Mar- Mountain. <laughs> Martin. They're taking. They are taking notes from him and 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 sticking you know generally to the storyline Story, that he's right. he's developing in the book that he's writing now. But right. they're, since they're not like a slave to it anymore, like they don't mm-hmm. have to like follow it faithfully. Mm-hmm. Maybe that allows them to be a little bit more, I guess, concise in their in yeah. their writing. They don't have to and. Yeah, I don't have to kind of worry about making sure they're sticking to the book and making sure they're pulling. You know, you're not you're not worried about pulling out pieces from the book and trying to fit them together. You you have his like outline, but you know, essentially, hey, you're you're kind of on your own in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, to just kind of go with it. And it and they did a good job. You know, they did a really good job. And now it's like I, I haven't read any of the books, but it makes me wonder wonder what this book is going to be like. You know, when it comes right, out, like because you know, obviously, we know there are some you know there are differences between the books and the show. So I wonder what the new book is going to be like. You know, based you know what what will they 
what would they do? But um, yeah, I enjoyed the season. This is like, yeah, like I was saying, the first um, show I feel like in a long time where I've watched a whole season and really enjoyed like every single episode. And yeah. these last two episodes were just terrific. And I mean, and that's just like, I think it's just hard to put together like TV like this. I mean, they HBO just does such a good job with this show. Can they hire HBO hire the right people and they, you know, they let them. They, they don't meddle. I mean, and that's yeah. why a lot of people lo- like going to HBO. As HBO is, is great for creators of content because they tend to not meddle too much. And when they mm-hmm. do, you know, insert themselves into the creative process, you know, they're, they take a light touch to it. They don't, like, right. just overrun, like, you know, a creator's vision and say, so this is what you're going to do. So they generally mm-hmm. do a, a good job with that. Uh, I, I mean, I thought the season was good, but it... To me, it really started off slow. Like it didn't yeah, it pick it didn't pick up to me till midway through. Like yeah. the first five episodes. I mean, with, with the whole Jon Snow, you know, is he dead or is he alive? Mm-hmm. Uh, come bringing him back, like that. That whole every every storyline. It seems like in the, in the beginning of the season, first four or five episodes were very slow. I, I don't think there was any narrative momentum whatsoever. It, yeah. it it really wasn't going anywhere. I mean, it was. I mean, don't forget that like. You know, Daenerys got kidnapped again by the right. Dothraki, and I'm like, okay, we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times is she going to get taken captive by the yeah. Dothraki? And then, then that was stretched out for a few episodes, and then, mm-hmm. you know, so while they were doing that, there was pretty much nothing going on in Marine. It was just Tyrion and Varys and Grey Worm and Missandei mm-hmm. just talking, figuring out, okay, what we're going to do here because our queen is gone. Um. So I think the first four episodes really didn't do much, but then once episode five hit, that's the you know the Hodor episode. Yeah, that one. Once that, that hit, that that kicked off like mm-hmm. a impressive run to to the finish line. So that one was great. I mean, it advanced the the backstory on Hodor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of pushed Bran forward, to then he's now becoming like the three eyed Raven or whatever he is. And from that point on, I mean, every episode after that had the momentum. You had Arya, you know, turning against the mini-faced guy and, and whatever his name is, Jagger Hagar, mm-hmm. and then killing the waif. And then all right, everything happened, you know, pretty much happened after episode five. Mm-hmm. The first four episodes were just too slow and I wasn't feeling them. But once five hit... It yeah, was good with good. with episode nine and ten with Battle of the Bastards and mm-hmm. the Winds of Winter just being like awesome. That's probably like the, that was the best one two punch that the shows had. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's any been any two episodes back to back in the six nice. season of the show that were that good. Good. Mm-hmm. You've had some good moments on even the first few episodes. You know, good moments, but like not. I mean, you know, because it's like it was all setting up, and I think like in the past episode or past seasons, I should say, I think it's always kind of been like that. Like the first few episodes, you know, are kind of slow. You know, it's kind of like setting it up. Because I, f- I feel like specifically the last season, it was like that. Like, I felt like it was a little bit slow until it started, like, really moving along. Um, but, yeah, I think that um, the next season is going to be... I mean, they've set up a lot for the next season. Or what do you think is going to happen? Or what do you think is going to happen? Or what do you want to see happen? Like, what are you most looking forward to seeing? I don't know what I want to see happen. Like, that's one of the things that I don't know what if I want to see it. But what I think is going to happen, I mean... I mean, we know when this is all said and done. I mean, I can't say this is going to... If they're going to split up, what, do a seventh and an eighth season? 
supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we know when all is said and done, you know Cersei's going to die. Like, she's gonna die. I mean, how do you death. know? I yeah. just know it. I mean, you don't know who is going to, who's finally going to be the one that sits on the throne. It's not going to be her. I'll say this: she may not die, but I think she's going to die. And it's going to be horrible, and Jamie is going to. Oh my God, they're going to have some crazy Romeo Juliet stuff going on with those two. I think. No, well, but yeah. I mean, well, let me say, don't yeah. interrupt. Okay, oh, so yeah. look. So here's what I think. So yeah. I think. I no, I'm gonna say it. I think Cersei's gonna die. I think we have seen. I think this show has proven that if you are the worst villain of the worst, 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 you die. Like you get your chance to be an awful, awful person, and we have to sit there and watch it, and then you get yours in the end. So if Cersei, if Cersei doesn't die, I think a lot of people are gonna be upset. But 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 let me finish. Okay. If she does not die, I don't think she's gonna be the queen. I don't think she's gonna be the one on the throne. Well, she can't be the queen because there's already a. Heirs more, um, more in line for the crown than she is. I mean, right. you know, Danny probably has more of a claim on the crown, and and certainly John. John. Oh, yeah. And most certainly, well, I don't know if it's most certainly because he's a hmm. bastard, but that other, um, the guy who was Robert's, you know, illegitimate son, the blacksmith. Oh. The boy from like a few seasons ago that was mm-hmm. Arya's friend, Arya and Hot Pie. He was mm-hmm. uh, with them. I just saw him. Like I don't even know what happened sense. to him, but yeah. yeah, he would be. You know, he would be someone who what would have more more. In line. I don't know. I mean, he hmm. disappeared or something. But in any event, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, so else? those are one thing. Those are a few things. Um, um, I mean, specifically for next season. Oh my gosh! Like I, I don't really even know. Like what is going to happen. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some sort of battle. But, I mean, they can't burn down King's Landing just yet. I, I don't think. Like, again, if it's going to be an eighth season, like, I think that's going to be saved for the last season. But maybe not. Maybe... See, that's the thing with Game of Thrones. They just surprise you. So, maybe, you know, Danny's going to get there with her dragons and burn it all in the Because she's not afraid to do that, as she was telling Tyrion before, like, I'm, you know, with the slavers. Like, I'm just going to, like, burn them all down. Right, but then, but, but, <laughs> you see, but you see how Tyrion, like, backed her off that plan. Yeah, and that's, that's what true. makes him good counsel. She said, yeah, like, you know, I, you know, I like you for your counsel. Because, like, mm-hmm. Tyrion's smart and, and practical. You know, he's smart and also he has, like, a good heart. Like, mm-hmm. he's... He doesn't want to see people get killed and injured. Like he's yeah, he's he been marginalized see, his whole self, yeah, uh, whole he life. Just wants to just like chill and drink wine and <laughs> right. And then, so he's gonna like counsel her for what's best for her and for the for the general population. Yeah. So we'll so we'll see. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. So in that case, I don't know how epic it's gonna be. It's gonna be epic, but I just don't know like what's really gonna go down once like, they get there. There's so much like uh, that's gonna happen. Like I mean. At the point where, you know, I'll start back with Jamie and him seeing Cersei. Like, when he yeah. saw her, and that was, like, the moment where it's, like, he, he's, like, all right, I can't rock with you anymore. It's, like, yeah. basically him looking at her was, like, how Chris Christie was looking at Trump. <laughs> like and during a press conference, like, like oh what have God. I done? Like, oh, my goodness, I made a terrible <laughs> mistake. And right. I th- and I think that's... You know Jamie at that point, so I think there's going to be a split between them. Like oh, they're sure, they're not yeah. going to be on the same page anymore. Um, uh, I think you know Danny's going to come to town. I don't know. I don't know how far her storyline is going to go. I mean, because she has these dragons, and I just don't see how she cannot be the ultimate victor with with dragons. Like there has to be something where the something happens to the dragons or they die or something for her to not win. Because she yeah. has dragons. You know what I'm saying? No one else has dragons, you know? 
I mean, even if she like dies, like, I'm sure the dragons are like still like kill everybody. So yeah, I the, mean that yeah, they see their mother die, like they're gonna just burn everything down. Right. So I, I'm not sure about her storyline. I would definitely want to see Arya continue to kill people off her list. Yeah. But I don't think there's anybody left. It's like Cersei. There's Cersei. <laughs> there's Cersei and the Hound. Yeah. You know, Cersei and the Hound are like the only... But she thought the Hound is dead. So yeah, right. She doesn't know he's still alive. She's but those are the only two people mm-hmm. um, that's on her list. Um, what else? Uh, you know, with, most importantly, I mean, the whole, I guess, purpose of the show is like, we need to see what's going to happen with the White Walkers. I mean, it's, it's the whole winter thing because is coming. that like, really trumps everything. Well, that trumps everything, you but know? But then there's the whole issue of them getting past the wall which Benjamin was talking about, that the spells hold the wall. So now, what right. I was... Well, right, right. well no. I was going to say earlier about the Red Lady, John set her free to go south, but she could be pissed and go north and, like, help them get past the wall. Can you do me a favor? Can you call her uh, Melisandre instead of the no, Red Lady? No, she's Red Lady, because I we... don't like saying Melisandre. But see, when you say <laughs> Red Lady, it just makes me think of, like, the time of the month. <laughs> Oh. We said, "Oh, the okay. red lady, the red lady." I'm like, "Whoa, I don't want to hear about the red lady now." <laughs> you are. Crazy Just tell me person. about Melisandre. <laughs> Melisandre, right. okay, yeah, like that's that was kind of my thinking. So is she, so I mean, is she, you think she's going to bring down the wall? I don't know what she's going to do. But, she's not, but if she feels that she has the power to stop them, she has the power to help them. But why would she do that? Cause she's mad that she got. She ain't that mad though. She's she, not that mad. She realizes that she she can't be having no White Walkers walking the earth either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, let's hope so. But like, you know, when you're pissed at somebody, and I don't think she's that pissed. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm just saying. But it just made um, it just. I just thought about that reading that one, you know, um, review that one review we read of the finale, and you know, and thinking back to what Benjamin said about the spells and holding them back. So. They're going to get free. I think that, I mean, that's going to happen. They're somehow going to get past Well, the they wall. have to get past they the wall because, like, wall. you don't set this up with these freaking white walkers and for all these years the and then not have them get past the wall and do anything. So I'm, gonna be rather silly. I'm just going to call it. Hey, we're just making predictions here. I'm going to call it. I'm going to say Melisandre is going to be instrumental in that because I think it's interesting. Well, she's that the only one that has magic. I mean, like, exactly. So it has to be her. Yeah. I, I mean, or with the little children from the tree. Well, they're all gone. There's none of those children left, right, from the tree? The yeah. tree children, whatever? They all got eaten, whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, some, yeah, whatever. Something, whatever. Okay, so there's no more of them. But yeah, it has to be her. Like, that's the only logical thing that makes sense. for some, If there's spells, who's going to break spells? Her. She's gone now. So it was just like when she left Stannis and she went back to uh, Castle Black. I was like, oh, she's going to bring John back. Right. I already predicted that. Yeah. Easy, done. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna she's gonna help them get over the wall. Done. So that's how they're gonna get over the wall. <laughs> now after that, I don't know because no one's thinking about these fools. <laughs> so screw some dragons. Maybe that's how the dragons will die. The White Walkers. Will. Oh, <gasps> could you imagine a scene with the dragons and they just you know they're all like they're like climbing all over the place. No, 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 no. Even better than that is what if the White Walkers turn the dragons into white walkers that would be awesome like it'd be white walker dragons like flying around how crazy would that be but how do you kill those white walkers you can kill them with fire can't you no you, you the have white to have that dragon yep, stone you have to have dragon that's stone. the only thing not fire 
I, I think so. But I thought the little children were burning them up in the tree when they were killing them. Weren't they burning them up? But weren't they magic? Oh, maybe, maybe they're like magic but tree children. Maybe they children, had like though. dragon stone or something they were throwing. Maybe at they're them magic tree children too. So I, I mean, know. no, there might have been special fire. But there's going to be something with that. There's going to be something with that. The white orcs, the dragons. There's going to be something with that. Oh my god, they cannot turn those dragons into white orcs. That would be like the worst thing ever. <laughs> That would be so awesome. Can dude. you imagine the special effects? I'm just imagining the special effects. They wouldn't that. even be white walkers. They'd be like white flyers, man. <laughs> no, it would not be. That would be so walking. sweet, man. That's that's but, definitely a moment. In any event, I I I do want to see some white walker action. I think that is important because I, I think you know the show's Game of Thrones and it's about people you know trying to get that thro- you know get the sit on the throne and become the king, mm-hmm. but the most important thing in all of this is the the fight with the White Walkers. And I think, like, no matter who gets the, the, the crown, I think the story is going to end with battles with the White Walkers. You know, like, yeah. you know, let's say, like, eventually Danny's the one who becomes the queen. Yeah, but that ain't going to happen in the last episode. What's going to happen is someone's going to become king or queen, and then... They all got to unite to fight the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. That's That's pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. That's just the one thing. Like, I don't know who's going to be over it all. I mean, it's kind of like... It, it could literally be any of them. Like, it, like everybody, I think, at this point that's left in the game could literally be, you know, over that. Over the um Yeah, it could, be, it could be John, it could be Sansa, it could be Daenerys, or it could be Cersei. Mm-hmm. Outside of those four... I don't think anyone else is like in a position to yeah to become. It's not gonna be Baelish. We know that much. Yeah, it's like it's not gonna be Baelish. Yeah. yeah. So. Well. Anyway, anything else? It was just a great episode. Just a great episode. I mean, best TV <laughs> seen in a long time. Yeah, it's pretty Definitely. good. It's going to be a long nine months until no, what next are year. Do? I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be a long nine months. We just have to fill that time with um, other shows. <laughs> <laughs> We're like so sad about that other shows. All mm. right. Yep. Let's wrap up. That's it. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we enjoy talking about Game of Thrones. This is our first Game of Thrones podcast for time we first time we talked about it has it been yeah it's the first time we've talked about it hmm, i thought we talked about it before no we haven't talked about game of thrones before well all right well maybe we'll have some more maybe yeah i mean because we kind of i kind of avoid it because like we don't we're not game of thrones experts you know we're not yeah. like those other people who've like read all the books and know all the theories so it's kind of like you know what can we, we just con- watch for entertainment we just watch for entertainment and you know i was just wondering how much we can contribute but we, we hope you guys enjoyed our a little quick recap of uh, the game of thrones from a non-book reader perspective <laughs> right <laughs> and um yeah you can you know if you want to get in contact with us you can reach us uh on our various pages just do a search for just the two of us podcast mm-hmm. um you can find us on facebook um we're also on itunes stitcher radio google play soundcloud 
Podbean, <laughs> TuneIn. <laughs> We're on various services. But if you do a search for Just the Two of Us podcast, yes, you should be able to find, you us. find us. You can contact us on Twitter. Our Twitter account is JTTOU Podcast. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, you can find me at Nipsey on Twitter, N I P S E Y. You can find me at Treyrific, T R A Y R I F I C. And, you know, contact us. Let us know. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Yes, leave us some feedback. Feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate it. And then thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya.